Welcome to the Push Power to Power Show. Presented by Uraldi Media, a show where we interview entrepreneurs, business owners, startups, all the way to CEOs on their journey to success and what they learned along the way. The show is so informative, I just love it. Listen, my whole family loves it, man. Our goal is to power you up to the next level. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. The show starts with Jesus Ortiz right now. Let me go ahead and break it down. Below at the bottom, I thought I drowned. Surrounded by smiles, I had a friend. Good morning. How are we doing, everybody? Welcome to the Push Power to Power Show, hosted by you. Hosted by me, Jesus Ortiz. And I'm just so happy to have Miss Carol Fridge. I don't know if I said your last name right. Matt Fridge. Matt There he goes. And hey, guys, everybody that is watching. Uh, we're saying hello to right now because when we get into the conversation, we're going to get into everything, the COVID, the one, what I already had told you. And so don't think that all we're going to be watching that we're watching each other and asking the questions. But like I said, any questions y'all got while we're talking halfway, let us know. I can put your questions. I can put everything here that you say good morning or have a blessed day. I can press that and, and we'll we'll say Hi to whoever the, the person is coming in here, right, guys? So I don't want to left you out because they're my fans, my supporters. So thank you very much for that. And, um, I mean, it's another day. And I'm just happy and blessed to be here at the office and happy and blessed that, hey, she's going to be my first one here. So that's amazing. Because all of the other ones I've been doing uh, virtually and uh, because COVID and all of that, people don't want to come in. So I'm like, that's perfectly. You get to choose. You want to come in here. You want to uh, do it virtually, that's fine. Like I said, we got the distance, so that's why, I mean, we have our mask here, but we don't really need to wear it because we're really long. If we would have been, like, together here, it would have been different, but then putting the mask, you won't be able to hear us and be like, huh, what are you saying, and stuff like that. So I was like, I decided to put the, the table right here. We'll find the cameras watching all of us, and we're going to have an amazing day. And like I said, all the questions that you got, go ahead. But before, just start listening to what she's going to talk, she's going to introduce herself, she's going to tell a little bit about herself, and I'm still going to start listening. Sometimes I ask some questions that when they were little or stuff like that, that nobody has asked them, so this is going to be good. That's why all of the other in- interviews, when they're like, whoa, you asked me that? I'm like, what? So I'm like, nobody has asked me that, but that's why it's here. It's about storytelling. That's why my podcast is about storytelling, but knowing them, knowing what they do, knowing their failures, knowing where they got from, you know, what are the, the hard work, the smart work? Where are they driving? You know, I fell at this, at this, but I didn't give up. I gave, I came back, I came back, I came back, you know, because it, it, it's life. Life is going to happen to you no matter what. No matter where you at, bottom, middle, or top, something it's going to happen. So you got to train your mindset for that. That's something coming soon, man. Media mindset training. That's something I want to start doing. So, guys, I'm going to leave it for her and uh, she's going to start and introduce herself. So, Welcome again, Ms. Uh, Carol Myfridge, and I leave it to you. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jesus. I've been looking forward to this. So yeah, I'm Carol Myfridge. I'm a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, and I love helping people uh, with their health and providing resources for them for themselves and their family members, whether that be um, professional-grade supplements, holistic um, makeup and skincare, or even wine. So um, I got into this actually from a while back when I myself had a health crisis. Um, This was after the birth of my twins and uh, they were preemie and they had some special needs at that time. And it was 
pretty challenging. Um, I had never done anything holistically really up to that point. I just gone to regular doctors and, and I love regular doctors. Um, but uh, I found that after a period of time when, you know, my son didn't sleep through the night till 17 months. And, you know, after being in the hospital, they came home on six different medications and some were every three hours, some were every two hours, some were two hours before they ate, some were, you know, it was 24 seven. We had medical equipment, alarms blaring, and this went on for um, over a year. And so I was beyond my capacity at that time, um, health-wise, emotionally. I mean, it was all about survival of the kids. Um, I wasn't really taking care of myself um, and doing the things that I know better now. Um, and so after a period of time, my health began to really suffer and I was diagnosed with two autoimmune conditions and it was, um, a scary time for me because the prognosis that the doctors were giving me were that I was just going to decline this, these autoimmune things and never go away. You just get worse. It might go fast. It might go slow. You need to join a support group. Here's a, a video for you to watch of people that don't leave their house anymore because of their condition. And. I was faced with that with little kids, and now my health was really um, hanging in the balance. And um, so I followed the normal protocols. They put me on particular medications and things, and things didn't get significantly better. And I made the decision at that time that uh, I was going to figure this out. And so I struck out and started looking at a lot of different holistic modalities. I tried a lot of different things, and in in the end, what really helped me was functional medicine. You know, I found an MD who practiced functional medicine, and there was specific testing, and, and a lot of my questions were answered as to why is this happening to me? That's um, something that functional medicine is good at. It gets to the root of the problem. Why is this happening? What's going on with you physiologically that's driving this? Um, and I you know, changed my diet, did some very targeted supplementation, and things turned around. Um, and I'm so grateful to that. And, and I felt like at that time, everybody needs to know about this. Everybody needs to know about functional medicine. They need to, you know, get on this. And, um, I didn't care a lot about it. And so when I had the opportunity to be certified as a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, I, I did it. And, um, and that way I could really start bringing this to other people and telling them about this. And so that's how I got wow. my start. So, well, that's good that you have some twins. I didn't know that. You know, I, I checked everybody's page and learned from them. And I was like, I didn't know that you had the two twins. That's great. Yeah. So now what? They're, how old are they? They're 17. We oh. are currently in the throes of college applications <laughs> and everything. It's all like. <laughs> they're at that age. They're both uh, boys? A boy and a girl. A boy and a girl. Oh, man. They're at that age that you're like, do they fight with you? Like, uh, <laughs> oh, you love her better than me. I love, you know, that. <laughs> uh, you know, um, you, you get a little bit of that. You get that whether it's twins or regular siblings, oh, yeah. you know, people oh, like yeah. the best. And uh, and so one thing that we did teach them over the years is it's not fair. That that was that was a game that we could not play. Like you can't do fairness. It, it, mm. You just can't. You're never going to win. And um, and so we, you know, pretty early on it was like, yeah, it's not fair. You know, we give you what you need, and we give you what you need, and and that's the way it is. You know, and. So that was a trap we tried to avoid, you know, but, um, but yeah. So I will, I will say this though. Yes. I used to believe that 
you know, you have kids and it's really all the parents, you know, that, that it's the parental influence on them that makes them the way they are, you know, and the way they behave. It's all because of the parents. It's, it's a nurture versus nature. Mm. Well, let me tell you, you know, God was laughing at me because, you know, he gave me these two. And I, in the beginning, I really did do everything the same for them. You know, I gave them the same toys, whether they were quote unquote boy toys or girl toys, you know, which I, they all got the same toys and they're so completely different. I mean, I'm here to tell you it is not because of the, the parenting, you know, <laughs> that they have the personalities and the behaviors and things that they have. I mean, there's some influence certainly, but they are born the way they're born. And um, yeah, it is nature. It is. It nature. is. Yeah, it is what it is at the beginning. We, we, I say sometimes that when we have our kids, you know, we try to push them to do what we wanted to do when we were young. Yeah. And I think that's not right, you know, because they have their own mind of their own. So they want to do what they want to do. But in our minds, like, no, 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 I didn't do soccer. I didn't run. So let me push them out there to do that. And then sometimes it's like, mom, dad, I don't want to do that. No, you do got to do that. And it's like I learned that by working at the daycare that most of the kids uh, would tell me everything. Like I would know a lot of things that the parents didn't even know. <laughs> Because I got so involved, like that's why I started working at the daycare because I wanted to learn the mentality and the mindset of the kids. I uh, most of the parents, you know, put in the kids in the daycare and they, they think it's just like putting in there for you to take care of them and that's it. And, and and even though they have a lot of things there that you know teach them and this, I say, you know what, I'm a, I'm gonna make myself learn their mentality, their mindset. So when the parents come, I can tell them, you know, what I learn from the kids, you know, something different. So that's how bondage with the parents because they were like, you're different. You're just not here to get paid and this and like, no, I'm here because I told them a little bit about my story and they're like, uh, I see that. I see that you're struggling. I see, I said, yes, that's why I'm here because I wanted to be around kids. So my daughter's not with me. So I want to be around with all these kids and feel the presence and the love like if she was here. So I, I love that, you know, even even though uh, there was offers from other jobs, I said, no, I'm, I'm going to keep it here. People are like, but they're paying you so little, but I'm not worried about the pay. I'm getting the bills paid, and I'm learning something that's going to – I'm going to make a bigger difference at the end of the road. I'm perfect with that, yeah. <laughs> and that was amazing. But how did you get in um, at the beginning? What was the first thing that you started to do, that you were working for somebody else, and then you decided, like, enough is enough. Uh, this is not really what I want to be. I want to hit this road and see what it takes me. Right. Yeah, so I got my start actually in a, a psychiatrist's office, and she had um, she was very forward thinking, um, and she wanted somebody to have a functional medicine program there for her patient population because she knew that a lot of things going on up here in her head um, are really a result of what's going on with us physiologically too, and it's not just you know we're thinking wrong or it's not just all in that realm. So, um, so I did that for several years. I helped out in that way, um, did a lot of functional medicine testing and protocols with her patients. And, um, and then also, um, you know, people that weren't her patients would come in and see me. And the thing was, and, and, you know, my hat's off to, you know, all the entrepreneurs out there working for yourself or you, Jesus, Thank you. Um, it is not easy. I mean, my kids at that time were still very young and I, thought that, you know, if I gave this a year or two of like really heavy duty, 
attention and work. I mean, I was, I felt like I was working 24 seven, you know, because I was doing the marketing. I was doing, you know, the billing. I was doing everything. You're a one man show. Right. Um, and I thought, okay, a couple of years of this and then things should get easier. You know, there should be a rhythm to it. There'd be word of mouth. There'd be this, there'd be that. And it, you know, won't be so difficult. And, uh, you know, after a few years, I was like, this is not really getting easier for me. <laughs> now, now, if I had stuck with it and maybe put some, uh, you know, things in place, maybe gotten an assistant. I mean, there are things that I could have done to continue to pursue it and, in fact, build it and probably make it easier in some respects. But I made the decision at that point, um, you know, am I going to put all my time and energy into this? Or, you know, my two kids, they're growing up. And if I put all my energy into this, I mean, I've already sort of missed a lot of time with them because, I mean, it was always on my mind 24-7. I said, you know what? I can do this later if I want. I want to be there with the kids. And, and I um, am blessed to have even had that choice. But um, I decided I'm going to support the kids and be with them while they're still at home because, shoot, this time next year, I'm probably going to be an empty nester. So, um that's, that was the decision that I made. So I still consult, um, but my business did take a big turn because I no longer was in a doctor's office. Um, and yeah, so it changed a lot. Hmm. So I know you got some paper there about COVID. And I know a lot of people were like trying to see because how we started, you know, how we are now. Are we actually going to hit? second wave or is it a third wave? Like now we are confused, you know, because... Right. Like New York again closed the schools, so it's like New York was the first one. So is it gonna be the same thing like how we started shut down? So a lot of people are afraid of it again because I mean, look, there's still a lot of millions of people with unemployment. Uh, you see, the airlines are already firing so many people. Uh, I don't know if people know that the cinema, Regal Cinema, they're shutting down all their other cinematic. That's, so That's it. They're gone. Oh, so, so when I sit down and I read them, I mean, I don't really like watching the news because, you know, sometimes yeah. I don't want to say that they're fake news because you really got to keep on an eye what's going on. But I'm like, you got to see like, man, they're closing down. This is happening. So it's like kind of gets you like, what's going on? I mean, this COVID just turned around and shake the whole earth. And it's like, uh, I always tell people, yes, it does shake sh the earth, but we still got to keep on going. We still got to find a way. So I was like, Let's start talking a little bit about that. I know you got some some uh, information there, and so people would, you know, what you know right now, information about that, so they can actually be like, okay, not only because of the news, but you can, you know, you're informed about it too. Yeah, yeah, it, it breaks my heart to see so many businesses closed, and just it's just so difficult. Um, and and we still don't know. There's a lot we still don't know. Although there's a lot we do know, and um, and I am all about taking what we do know and trying to empower ourselves as much as we can. Um, and so I thought maybe your listeners would like to know mm -hmm. about some of the things that I'm doing. I call it my COVID closet mm. and I stocked it with the things that I've learned about along the way as I'm listening and learning, you know, from some of the holistic healthcare providers that I trust and have grown to mm -hmm. know over time. Um, and so I thought I would talk about a couple of things. Um, one is, um, vitamin D. Okay, so there's certain uh, vitamins and botanicals that help our immune system. Vitamin D is one of those things. And wanted to just quickly read this one uh, study. 
based on data from it's almost 200,000 American patients, people with a vitamin D level of at least 55 nanograms per milliliter had a 47% lower uh, COVID positivity rate compared to those with a level below 20. So, yeah, so what that means is uh, vitamin D does a lot of really good things for our body. And yes, we make vitamin D naturally from the sunlight, um, but most of us are fairly low in vitamin D. We are not optimized in our vitamin D level. And so I would, I personally, I'm not a doctor. So if anybody's listening, if you are thinking, oh, I might go start taking supplements, you should always check with your doctor. Yes. Um, but uh, I personally take vitamin D. My family takes vitamin D. And we have our vitamin D levels checked every time we go to the doctor or once a year when we go to the doctor mm -hmm. to try to optimize them. Because it really is better to be optimized before you get sick. You can take vitamin D. And I would... I would take vitamin D um, if, you know, I get sick, I'll bump it up. Um, but it's really best to be optimized to begin with. That's where you get the biggest benefit. So, um, and a couple of notes on that. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't say it's really best to take vitamin D with vitamin K. Um, mm. Vitamin K is the director of where the minerals are going to be deposited in our body, like calcium. And uh, vitamin D, as you know, is a big supporter of bones. So mm -hmm. it works really synergistically with vitamin K. So there are some good vitamin D and K uh, uh, combined supplements on the market. Mm -hmm. I like, there's a professional one that I like. And um, if anybody wants a consult, I can help them um, with uh, getting that, the professional lines, which are, you wouldn't find them at Whole Foods or. or I like it because it's something I'm learning. I already know about when you said, the K and then fuse because my doctor, I, I, I go, like you say, you got to tell your doctor if you can take this medicine since my blood pressure was high and and now it's getting back to normal. And um, I called him and I said, hey, I'm loose. I want to lose weight. And um, is this medicine, it's a keto medicine. I said, is this fine? And I started reading. He's like, oh, no. He's like, you don't, don't, did you start drinking that? And they're like, no, do not drink that. It's not good for you. It's going to mess up with your blood pressure again. So I was like, those, those stuff to me is new. Like now that do, you go on virtual or you can actually text your doctor, it's like, this is amazing that he told me, he's like, anything you want to drink something for weight or anything, let me know vitamins because we have your history. We want to make sure that you don't get worse on anything. So I'm like, this is cool because I guess back in the day, we, could not, we couldn't do that. You just go to the hospital and whatever they helped you with, you did it, you know? Yeah. And nowadays it's just like everything with technology is changing. And it's just feels better to know that they're your support. Like they just recently texted me and said, Hey, and call me and they say, You gotta put your next, you know, every year. It's my time for November for the whole year again, for the whole general checkout, the blood check, the vitamin D and all that. So I'm like, I need to call them back and, and put that. But this time it's gonna be present. Because all of the other ones were virtual. Yeah. The ones that I have but now I have to go in November. So I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um, we were going to talk a little about healthcare justice. So yes. just to follow up on kind of what you're saying, the virtual and then the in-person and things. Um, so a couple of quick notes on, on that. One thing that I have thought of is that one thing that we know about vitamin D levels is that vitamin D levels tend to be lower in general in people with dark skin. Okay, mm -hmm. and it, it has to do with the melanin content of their skin and how they receive sunlight on their skin and that kind of thing. And so they tend to have lower vitamin D levels. And we know that African-Americans in particular are having a harder time with COVID. 
And in my mind, I wonder if there's a connection between mm. their lower vitamin D levels and COVID. I don't know. We, there's so much yeah. we don't know. Um, and so from a healthcare justice standpoint, I think vitamin D supplementation might be even more important for certain populations oh, yeah. than others. But also, as I mentioned, to follow up on the virtual versus in-person doctors, and particularly primary care, a lot of doctors are actually having a hard time you know, with their businesses right now because... The patients are not coming in, and and so their revenue is down. Mm -hmm. And so I am uh, with a group of folks that um, is helping doctors um, implement. Um, it's a particular remote patient monitoring system that um, it is. It also is a is great for functional medicine for those doctors that that want to incorporate some functional medicine in their practice. And um, this is something that. Uh, my functional medicine doctor, when he implemented this originally, he just about quadrupled his practice. And yeah, and it's insurance is changing so much that they are paying for a lot of things. Thankfully, you know, virtual visits and all kind of things that they were reluctant to pay for before. And so, um, so I, like I said, I'm with a team. If there's anybody out there that is interested, and if there's a doctor out there or you know a doctor out there. This can be implemented in less than a week. It can greatly enhance their practice, comes alongside their regular practice, and it's so helpful for people. The doctor that um, I mentioned has implemented this. Um, his patients are doing wonderfully on this, and, and uh, so it's great for the patients, and it's great for the doctor. Yeah, and it's also from a healthcare justice standpoint. Yes. To me, it's the, it's the perfect model um, for healthcare in the future. Uh, it's it's the future of healthcare, I believe, and also um, the person that put this together is now consulting with government agencies and the Cleveland Clinic and some you know other bodies about the fact that this is the perfect model for um, underserved communities, medically underserved communities, um, perhaps communities that are more depressed and that kind of thing. It's very high level functional uh, medicine healthcare. But it's all insurance based, and so people that are not a, do not have a lot of means can still participate and not have to pay lots of money. So man, that yeah. is great because I go to Christ Clinic. I don't know Christ Clinic in Katy. Okay, I'm not. Familiar. Yeah, it's in in I forget was I think Katy Mills Mall somewhere around there, mm -hmm. and that's where I go, and that's it, it. They help you if you didn't have insurance in there because they have people funding the Christ Clinic and stuff like that. So. So it, it, that would be something good that I could, you know, talk to some of the doctors so you, they can implement that because I know that I wanted to put my brothers in there, but when COVID happened, they said that they're not taking any more uh, new new people because it hit them hard. Yeah. So I was like, whoa. So it's like, man, I wish that I could have put someone in my family there that they, they don't have insurance. But hey, I should have done it earlier because I know that my mom was like, do it, do it, and I left it. You know, like we always do. I do it later. Do I do it later. List, right? yeah, yeah, and I should have done that. You know, now that I know that they will probably take more, but it will be probably gonna be way later on than than right now. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, you know, glad that you know we're still here. No matter if we're wearing a mask or not, but you know, you gotta protect yourself. I know it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, we're not going back to uh, the regular world like everybody's thinking, like, oh, every COVID is going to be gone and 
back to, to what it was before. No, you could see already that everything is changing. We're going to to a big shift. Like, I don't know where this shift, I know technology and stuff, I know podcasts and 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 uh, more of the TV, like it's going like low, like more is more digital. Like, like it's, it's shifting more to like TV, online TV and stuff like that. Like TV on TV is like Netflix. Yeah. Not really watching regular TV. Like all of the programs, I, I've been, I like to study and stuff when I'm watching TV and watching the commercials. I'm like, oh, there's not a lot of people actually paying attention to the commercials or people just uh, watching Netflix and Hulu. Not really, you know, because the programs that were there boring, they don't like it. So it's like everything is like shifting. Everything's shifting. Everything is yeah. shifting. And as everything is shifting, you do got to pay attention as healthcare. On technology and tech and everything, you're like, how can I get help somebody with what I know? Like we're talking about the knowledge and stay relevant and stay here because if not, we're just gonna be stay up and be like, what do I do? I mean, I know people that are getting paid thirty four dollars an hour and they still that's it's not enough because everything is shifting, prices up, food up. Now you got a two three BMWs, the house, and it's like. That's why I, I see it as like because now you're paying so much of those three cars, your house, you're back to to square one. Right. So I love learning this and teaching other people. Just sit down and make sure that you figure it out. Your expenses, what's going out, what's going in. Uh, you don't need to be doing all of this stuff to you know for other people to see you. Oh, I got my new shoes, my new Gucci jacket. No, 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 no. Make sure that your family and everybody's set because we do not know when something like COVID or something next before the election or anything shocks us and be like, what? That's true. That's true. You do need to take stock. I agree. You know, take stock and not be overlevered. And it's, yeah, it's not all about just making the most. And, oh, yeah. You know, the rat race. It's not all about it. No. This is making us all think about that. Oh, thing, it is. Right? Yes. And, and, and I'm nothing against nobody working with nobody. Right. I was there too. We were there. Sure. So I'm like, now I try to teach people to be like, you love working at McDonald's? Well, sit down with the general manager. Let them know that you don't want them to see you as an employee. You want to grow here. You want you have your own ideas. How can I grow here with you with McDonald's? I, I want to implement this stuff. How can I get a little bit of percentage here or, or upgrade $2 or $3 raise or uh, extra bonus? You know, you have to. Like, you have to adapt where you at. Because I have friends that, that I teach them this mentality. And so I'm like, I never thought about that. I'm like, how did you know about that? Well, I started learning it myself and from others. And I said, why not just push it out and and, and see people who actually take action. And I seen it. Some people were like, hey man, I work at the restaurant. It's been working well. Now they're trying to give me a, a manager and I'm getting a little bit more bonus, a percentage this because they're implementing the idea. So it's growing. So I'm growing. I'm like, I'm happy. I'm like, that's what I want to, like, that's what I, I love, like, it makes me happy. That, yeah, like, I want to empower them that do not give up just because you're there and they're paying you 10, 11, but you love it. Make sure that you use everything, squeeze everything you know. Don't be afraid and thinking that they're not going to help you or that they're not going to listen to you. Trust me, they will. They, they, they might just see you as an employee because you're not saying anything. You're just eight to five, seven to three, and you're going home. That's it. You're not, you're not opening your mouth. But when you step up and say that, they're like, oh, well, I didn't know you wanted this. Yeah. 
we open in a new store. This, do you want to go train these people? Was it that you're a motivational speaker? Do you want to motivate these people? I was like, there's so many ways that you can increment your income. And it just makes me happy that all of this stuff that I'm learning, because so many the other books that I have there, coaches and mentoring, and like people that I interview, it's just, it's just a blessing. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. So do, do you think your listeners would like to hear about um, kind of a, a like a deep in the closet thing that I'm, that I'm doing for COVID. Yes. Nobody is. Okay. Yes, so because they is, want to know something new. So this is yes. new. This is new, and I don't know a lot of people that are doing this, but I'm doing it. My family's doing it. My parents are in their 80s. I'm making them do it. They're doing it, and uh, they like it. Um, and this is, you know, I didn't make this up. Um, if, if folks want to see it, you can go to mercola.com, and um, in the search bar, type in hydrogen peroxide, and this article will come up, and it'll have all the instructions and everything in it give you a copy, I But what it is, is, um, in short, it's nebulizing. You know what a nebulizer is? It's a little machine mm, yes. that, ne you know, nebulizes a liquid. People either have a little tube that they're kind of breathing it in or a little mask that they are breathing in the mist that it's making. Um, and people will do this with asthma medications and other types of medications, sometimes steroid type of so um, it's a little thing. You can get it on Amazon or whatever. Um, it's a nebulizer is what it's called. And not expensive. And, um, and it's nebulizing very dilute, and I'll explain it, very dilute hydrogen peroxide. Sounds crazy, but as turns out, our bodies, um, all the little epithelial cells lining our lungs and all of this produce hydrogen peroxide. Um, particularly in response to a foreign invader or an attack of some sort, like if we were to get a virus, it would be cranking out as much as it could, a little bit of hydrogen peroxide to help neutralize that situation. Um, there's even a, um, a, a, in town, I believe, a Houston-based pharmaceutical company that's trying to come up with a drug that would provoke the hydrogen peroxide manufacturing in our own cells. And, and I don't I don't know a lot about that, but I've, I've heard that that's something, an effort that's going on. But um, this to me is an easier is an easier thing to do to just sort of supplement what our body naturally is already trying to do. Um, so um, you take or I take um, food grade hydrogen peroxide. Again, this is on Amazon. Sometimes you can find it in the in the grocery store. Um, food grade hydrogen peroxide, and it comes in. You'd have to look at your what you get. It can either come in three percent, nine percent. 35%, whatever, you should pay attention to the percent of, of hydrogen peroxide that you have. Um, and then you also get saline that is preservative free. So um, that's a little bit, that's not the saline that you're gonna get that, you know, is just a normal on the shelf, you know, squeeze it in your eyes or, or nose or whatever. It'll say, you know, preservative free, and you can find it again, Amazon, Walmart, um, sometimes in, in drugstores. So, um, so you take, it's mostly saline and you dilute it. You'll have to get your, you know, high school math out to do it, but <laughs> you gotta dilute it until it, you have mostly saline, like 99.9% saline and only 0.1% hydrogen peroxide. It's a very low percent. So it's just a tiny, it's like a drop. Okay. Yeah. It's like a drop of it into the, the, the saline. And then I also add um, a little drop of Lubal's iodine, which is another 
thing that helps our body, you know, fight uh, viruses. I nebulize this. Okay, you can nebulize it often. You can, you know, just once a week is fine. But if you felt like you were getting sick, you had a tickle, you something in your nose, whatever, you could nebulize once an hour. You know, if you wanted to, it's it's not going to hurt you. It's helpful for lots of lung conditions. And um, so, um, whenever I visit my parents, they're in Nashville, you know. But whenever I show up there, you know, <laughs> who knows what I have contacted on the way, right? <laughs> yeah. So they nebulize. You know, if they go to the grocery store and come back, they nebulize. If you know, go to church, they come back and they nebulize. Um, and uh, and so, and I'm I do it. You know, about once a week uh, at home. My husband does it a little more often. He's out and about in the public more. Um, and the idea is that if you contract a virus, whether it's COVID or whatever, it, it mainly sits in your nose for a while True. and replicates in your nose and you're kind of swallowing it and it goes down to your gut. And so, um, and then, you know, once it's of enough uh, sizable numbers, then, you know, then it's systemic and it's, you know, it's in your lungs it's in all this stuff. And so if you can periodically you know, nebulize or do something, even even rinsing out your, your sinuses on a fairly regular basis, you could be getting rid of things or knocking down viruses that have gotten in there and just helping your body's immune system expel it or keep it really low to where your immune system can handle it. And, um, you know. Oh, I like that because just recently my parents bought, I don't know if it's a nebulizer, but they... They put that uh, vapor up, and then you just turn it on, and it just throws the so that's vapor. So that, yeah. oh, okay, that's Which a diffuser. Which is lovely. Okay. That's they bought it in they bought it in Amazon because they're in the yeah. 60s, so they wanted to you know protect themselves from breathing in something that's gonna help them. So I was like, that's good. So when you said that, that's that's gonna help more fighting more stuff that you don't know that you have. Right. You're afraid of it. That's really good. Right. So that's in my COVID closet. So folks can go to that. Um, site or you can put up a link somewhere um, for mm -hmm. them and they can learn about it themselves, talk to the doctors mm -hmm. about it and uh, and yeah, it's something you can do, it empowers you. Man, see that guys, you, we're, we're just learning and that's the amazing thing when you're here and you're interviewing somebody, you learn something new about the COVID and now we're, we're going to jump in, in the wine but like I said, any questions that I got, even if we don't we finish up, I still go back and I'll answer it. And then you can still go check it out and and she can reply to those questions too. So don't worry about it, okay? But this is good because I'm learning something good about the COVID closet and all of this stuff, that nebulizer stuff. We all need it. it not, not even if COVID wasn't even here, we still need this viruses. I mean, the flu went there. The Spanish flu was back in the 1918s. So you know that every three around three that's what they say every, around three years something something's gonna pop up like right now it was COVID. you never know in the next three years what's the next thing so it's better to prepare yourself now getting those vitamin d's case and a nebulizer and being protected and your health because your health is number one always if you don't protect your health it's just like you don't care your health is your wealth your health is your wealth that's very true because i've seen those i've seen older people like 70 and I'm like, I, I go to them and say, hey, how you doing, sir? Like, please do not tell me. I tell them, you know, jokingly, you're not around 70, right? Or I just throw an edge like, yeah, I just turned 70. You look like 40. And, and they, but they find it a shift on themselves that when they were around 50 or 60, they say, man, my health is, you know, it needs to be more 
I got to adjust it. I want to leave and see all my grandsons and grands, you know, live more. So what can I do? You know, and I said, I asked a lot of questions to my doctor and I started going to the gym. I know my bones are not really, you know, fragile. So I did what I could. But look, I look like 40. I'm like, thank you. I was like, man, I said, I want to look like that when I'm your age. So we can't do it. You can't do it. You just don't, don't, I guess that our mentality is like, you're going to turn 70 and you're like, your body just gave all. And like, no, you can still be out there and doing whatever you want to do. It's just that your, I guess your mindset just tells you like, that's it for you. You know, like you just got to sit down and, and wait for your grandkids to come and just right. stay home. And like, no. It's mindset, isn't it? it, it it's crazy. That's how I started. That's how, that's how I said, you know, it's, it's a mindset training. No, because it, it's tough. If, if you let your mindset control you, it, it's like it's over. But if you get control of your mindset, your heart and your soul, it's like, you're on top of the game. You're on top of it. And I know it happens sometimes that maybe you wake up and you start not thinking that you're depressed, but like, just like I was telling you, remember stuff in the past or something that maybe stress you out. But then you got to get back to it. You'd be like, what can I do to, to for me to not start thinking that? I got to work out. You know, eat what I was eating and and, and uh, talk to somebody or watch a motivational video and get back to it. Because if you just start thinking about the same, then your mind just starts just like adding different, like a movie, you know. And then your day is like a negative effect. Boom, boom, boom. And then you got to spread it out to a lot of people. And like, I don't want that. I want to spread out love and I want to spread out positivity instead of uh, present out, you know, negativity. <laughs> Well, hey guys, we're gonna jump in into one. So, ha, it, it was this before COVID thing. This it, it, the wine, yeah. So, um, yeah, the wine was something that came along. Um, and, and actually, um, you know, I loved wine. I used to love wine, but wine did not love me back. Okay, <laughs> um, I would have a glass of wine, and I mean a just a glass, and I would be so tired you know i just want to curl up in a ball like instead of you know celebrating and mm -hmm. being on social uh, i just was ready for bed and then the next day i would be groggy i would have a headache which is just from one glass and so it was clear to me that this wasn't good for me so for about a decade i just did not drink at all you know mm -hmm. and i fine with that you know but a friend of mine um introduced me to scout and cellar wine and explained to me that you know it's Wine is all made differently. And um, the main reason that people don't feel well after drinking wine, and whether that's headaches or some kind of simple stomach aches or rashes or lots of other um, issues, the main reason actually has to do with the additives and the chemicals that are put in the wines that we find in the stores off the shelf. And she encouraged me to give Scout and Cellar uh, wine uh, a shot. It's made with, it's organic, biodynamic, it's made without any of the chemicals and additives, and colorants, and texturizers, and all the different things that can be in the wine on the shelf. Um, and I said, all right, yeah, yeah. So I gave it a try, and I was really surprised. I felt completely fine. And um, so I found that now I can enjoy wine again. And it's, it's delightful. And um, looking into it more, I started to realize that, you know, the ingredients in regular wine are very similar to the ingredients in a strawberry popcorn. 
I mean, we're talking preservatives, the, the colors, the reds and the purples, thickeners, different um, just chemical agents and things in there that they use to either enhance the taste, um, make it taste the same as last year's vintage. Um, um, they do things to speed up the production of the wine, you know, chemically they're able to do that. They do things to um, um, just cover up flaws because a lot of the grapes are machine gathered, you know, they, instead of mm. hand-picked, all the Scout Cellar wines are hand-picked. Um, if they're machine gathered, you, you could get a clump of grapes that has fungus or mold or whatever, but man, if you put enough chemicals in there, that's <laughs> going to take care of it. That's true. So, you know, there's all kinds of reasons why um, wine is produced the way it's produced. And when you remove all of that and you just have the, the grape um, and no added sugar, you know, you just have the grape, the natural, you know, fermentation, um, then you end up with a beautiful product and your body receives it much better and it doesn't cause the kind of problems that some of these other cause. cause. Uh, right there where you say when you drink that one and it make you sleepy, I'm not a wine person, I would drink some, but now I'm going to like, like, I like I'm a whiskey guy. So now I drink a whiskey, like just a little glass, and it is making me do that. Like just curl down and do not socialize and just want to go to sleep. Sometimes I'll take a glass, like if I'm eating with my parents and stuff, and I pop in the bottle and drink one, and then it's eight o'clock and I'm already trying to die and go to sleep. And I've been like trying to like, why, what, what's, what's wrong? I mean, I know that my past, when I was younger, I used to, I became a little bit of an alcoholic, like when I was 18 or 19. So I would drink from my Sunday to Sunday. But then after that, I kind of, you know, stopped. And now it's like, I barely drink now. I drink just socially. But sometimes that happens, you know. And I've been trying to see why does that happen. Is it the age? I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, to be, to be you know, um, completely, you know, clear, I mean, alcohol itself does affect our physiology in mm. such a way that, um, that the relaxation response, you know, does come up. So that's part of it. You know, but depending on on what you're drinking and the ingredients, and the, the tricky thing is, is they're not, they don't have to put the ingredients on there. Like a strawberry Pop-Tart, you actually can read the ingredients. Oh, yeah, that's you know? true. Bottle of wine, bottle of whiskey, you don't know what's in there. No. You know, so, so it could be, you know. Um, so, yeah, so it could be the, the whiskey. You might try some different ones. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, we don't have whiskey at Scout and Cellar, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. So you know. Oh, yeah. But that's fine because now and then, like my mom likes whiskey, but she's a whiner. Like she likes, she's a whiner. That's something bad. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's not. Yeah, I hope she's not watching. <laughs> uh, uh, she loves wine, so sometimes I did, you know, bring her a little bit of wine or whiskey because she likes wine and whiskey. That's how I got her from her for the whiskey, you know. But um, I always tell her, so how does that one taste? Because it's like red wine or like grapey brine or the color and she's like well this one tastes a little you know ah it's good but it tastes this way this one has it's just like a little bit sugary stuff so it's like different kind of wines you know but now that there's the scout you know she haven't tried that out i would like get some for her and she could try it out because i mean she does it you know on the weekends with my dad i see them they're drinking but they're having a time so so like, I see that and that makes me happier than, you know, if they want to, that's why I'm the one that buys the bottles and keep them there. Like now that my friend that I interview him with the whiskey, like that bottle doesn't make me sleepy. Oh, like nice. his one, yeah, like, yeah. and that's regularly that the one that I've been buying. Okay. 
So I was like, okay, maybe because he told me, I, I know now how they make it because he told me the ingredients and everything. So I was like, okay, maybe it could be that, you know, maybe because they're using this and the other ones, you don't know. Yeah, it might be stronger and different. Yeah. yeah, just because the mark, you know, the name of it, like, oh yeah, but it's more expensive, you know. But I like it. It's really, it's really good. I should bring. I'm gonna bring a bottle keeper here when I have interviews. You know, let him try it. Yeah. And it, it's really good. Like he says that most of the sales is women. Mm-hmm. Like women love the whiskey. Like it's you don't taste it. Like you take take a shot. And it's like it's soft. Yeah. Because we took a shot like of regular whiskey, and I was like, I felt it. You know, yeah, the regular right. whiskey. Yeah. Okay. That he's like, that's regular whiskey. Take a shot of mine now. I was like, did you taste like what I told you the ingredients? And I said, yeah. I started, you know, start tasting. It. Did you feel the burn? Like, no. It's like, see, there's the difference. But woman likes the best. I'm like, hey, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. And like now you got a specifically somebody selling that. So how long have you been doing the wine, the scouts? So it's been a while now. Just a couple of years. A couple of years. A couple of years, yeah. So it, it's been fun. Before COVID, I would actually have um, tastings, and so I would bring a selection and I'd introduce it. And all of the wines really have a story behind them. Um, all of them are independently lab tested to have none of these contaminants and to be organic, but. Um, but all of them come from small family-owned organic and biodynamic farms. A lot of them are small batches. And, um, and all of these folks involved have a story. I mean, one of them, one of the Austrian wines, these come from all over the world. So mm-hmm. one of the Austrian wines is from um, a winery where it's, it was a family farm. They've been making wine since the 1800s, but not like selling it. And it wasn't until the 1930s that the son, the young son, was like, we should sell this. you know. And so they started selling it. And that son is still there today, retired, and it's his kids that run the winery now. And so that's fun, you know. And um, there was a there was a video of one of the wines that we had for a while. Um, it was a, a small batch, and so we didn't have it for very long. But one of them was uh, a Spanish wine, and they had a video. The the um, winery person was making the. Um, wanted to make a video specifically for this wine that he was that that we had, and. Um, and it was just fascinating to hear his passion about it. And he was talking about this is unfiltered wine. He said, I wanted it to, to reflect the whole winery, the terroir, the, the air, the wind, the soil. I mean, he was just, it was just so fun to hear him, you know, just really getting into it. I mean, they have a passion for this. They love it. And, um, and so it's neat to have these wines from all over the world, from these families and these people that are so dedicated and, um, that's great when you that's what it is you know when you implement whatever you do and and people may think that it's like funny or you're like a clown but no it's just you because you love that you're kind of building your own character oh yeah so you're pushing it around like that like sometimes i do a little content here and there i'm like like when i was pushing this uh for the interview i was like do not forget just like on tv you already know that at 10 a.m i don't want to miss that show that from 10 to 11 you know there's the same thing you know do not miss a 10 to 11 the hour of the show so it's like you implemented somebody that 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 show is going to be at that time yeah and it's going to be it's always going to be from 10 to 11 and then the second one will be from 7 to 8. Uh, so people know that so i'm trying to create it that you know it's like a, a channel you know like they will know that at that time we're gonna be there yeah because it's your enthusiasm it's yeah. your love oh you yeah know, and, and that comes through oh yeah people like that like how did you and like i don't know sometimes i tell them 
I still ask myself, like, how did I turn out to be this way? Because my mom told me, like, when you were little, you were shy. You want to speak. Yeah, like I would be so differently because I still remember when I was in school and stuff and and trying to meet friends, that would be not me. It was just maybe I had like two few friends and then I would not even go try to talk to girls. I was here. I still remember the first time when my friends pushed me and I was stuttered. Hey, and and I would just walk away. (laughs) I would walk away because I was so afraid. Like, I'm like, I can't do this. I'm like, I'm like, uh uh-uh. And now they're like, uh-uh. They're like, like you were saying, you're just like, I don't believe that because you got that enthusiasm. You're just like, it turned out to be that I changed that that way when I when I started working in the industry of restaurant. Really? Because you had to talk. Were you a waiter? I, beca- I was a waiter, and then I ran the restaurant. So that was my dream. Like, I went to college. I dropped out of college, but was going for restaurant management. So when I dropped out of college, my friend is like, well, you did restaurants, so you know a little bit about it, but you kind of have to start from the bottom. I was like, but you have to talk to people. And I was like, oh, I was 18. At that time, I was already 18. I was like, talk to people. I'm like, no. I'm like, well, you're living with your parents right now. Your mom's telling you you got to help her paying in here, so you got to get a job. So I was like, I know the owner of this restaurant. Come on, let's go. So he took me, and we had, like, a meeting. He's like, can you start this Friday? I was like, already. Like, not to start, but train. And then I was like, oh, sure, let's go. So we went. I'm telling you, man, when we finished that Friday and I went home, I was like, my mom like, decided, so you're ready for tomorrow? I was like, no, I'm not going back. I was like, what? There were so many people. I didn't even know what to say to them. There was a line outside and people running with the plates and people fighting. I was like, this is not for, you know, in a restaurant, that's, that happens. This is not for me. It's like, come on, you got to try it. My legs, like, my legs are like, you're 18. You got so much energy and your legs hurt. I was like, I was like, all right. So I went back a couple of days and then uh, I got, I was like, okay, I, you know what? You know, I, I really need to work and make some money. So I was like, they trained me and they were like, I was ready. And they're like, we're going to give you just one table. And I was like, that's perfect. So they just gave me a, a, a little boot. It's like, that's going to be your boot to start. I was like, okay, that's fine. So that's how I started. Like with that boot, I guess a month passed. And then I started realizing that that was my boot, you know, that was my business. I started, like, creating my own stuff in my mind. It's like, I'm the boss of my boot. I can't create any stories that I want to create. Either they're uh, true or not, I'm just creating something so they can be happy and they can, you know, if they had a bad day. And I started doing that, and I started loving that, and the, and the clients loved it. Like, I created the bondage with the people that they wanted me. When they came in, it's like, no, we want it, Zeus. But there's no more chairs. No, we want to sit over there, but I want him. And that table wasn't mine. It was like the other waiter. So they would get mad at me. I'd be like, oh. i tell them, I don't want to get, you know, mad with them. They're like, no, no, we want you or we just leave. And I was like, no, I don't want to leave. So I started, you know, wow. I was like, how, how did I create it myself on that, you know? And then from there, it was just like, they will bring me cake for my birthday. They'll bring cake for my mom, uh, gift cards. Like there was a couple that would come in and, and in my birthday, they would tell the owner, hey, when we come in, we'll pay him the rest of this day, uh, but we want to celebrate his birthday with us, and we'll buy a, a bottle. And they'll put me the whole sombrero, and I was like, I tell these stories to people, like, wow. Was like, and that's when I started realizing, like, changing my mindset, like, oh, I'm a people's person. I was like, I'm changing. I'm like, I used to be shy. Like, look at me now. I'm talking and making good bondage, and I started just letting myself loose. And then now I just became this, I'm like, when I knew that she was my deepest why and she was my success, I was like, 
I, I love talking to people. How can I, you know, be out there and be a fan to everybody and tell stories and motivate them with all that I have, you know, gone through? I said a podcast. I was like, a show. I didn't know a podcast when I started. It was a show. And that's how I ran it in 2015, like at the end of 2015, beginning of 2000, I started it. That's when the podcast movement started. And then until now, when I said, I got to run it full time. Yeah. And I love it. It's just, it's just, people's like, they see me, they're like, it's, it's like, do you see it as a job? I'm like, I don't see it as anything. I just see it as I'm living my life, connecting people, connecting people to other connectors and just going through the day. You, you just got to enjoy the day. Yeah. Like everybody else. Now everybody can listen to you and they can be uplifted. And yeah, and they love it when they when they hear it and everything. They're like, we love the show, you know, keep on doing it. Don't give up. I'm like, oh, no, man, I love it. I created it for a reason. And um, getting supporters and getting more followers. I'm like, and now it's like I'm getting into trying in different things. So it's like, I love it, and especially bringing in different people, you know, like bringing you in today. And, and just yesterday I met other people about the insurance. And, and you were talking about how everything is changing with all that, with the doctors and stuff. Yesterday, I'm in a group of, of only dads. So there was like an insurance hell and, and they were telling that they already told them that was going to be the percentage that it was going to change on the health and this. And they said, it's, it's not good. So I'm going to bring them in here so people will know about this. Because when I started listening to that, they, they've been doing that. That's their thing. They've been doing that for years, health insurance. Yeah. And they're like, this is not good for the Americans. This is not good for the country. What is going to happen next that people don't know yet? Only we know because the corporate told us that it's going to happen really soon. And like nobody knows. I know now because of that little meeting. And I was like, I got to bring them in for, for people to know. And and it makes me sad that that's going to happen with people already with unemployment and getting sick. And then it's like, I was like, I was like, man, guys. And they were like, I know. And, and, and I'm working on this years, and I don't want this to happen, but I don't control this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. But, well, I, I appreciate that you are bringing value yeah. to people, and oh, uh, yeah. I love how you connect people. I told you that earlier. You're a connector, and that's, okay. that's huge. Oh, yeah. And that's what I bring here. I just don't want people to know me, but I want people to know that who's sitting right there. I want them to know who they are, what they're bringing in the table, how we can collaborate, because... People think, oh, just after you do the meetings and stuff, you're gonna know, man. Trust me, I share videos, I mini share pictures, and and I, I and, and and share it out there, and people will know who who not only who am I, but the person that I'm bringing in here, because that's what it is. Because you never know what collaboration or what out there that people say, hey, I got another three people that want to get interviewed. Boom, bring them in. I, I interview them, and then from there, like we're here together, I can connect you with the people that is already here. Like there are already a lot of a lot of businesses already. I haven't even this met a, him yet. This is a beautiful spot too. I haven't this even met him yet. Like that guy Brian, he's like, hey, did you talk to all of the businesses here yet? So you can just like, what are you waiting for? I said, wait, man, I just started here. But he's like, man, you gotta move and do your thing. He like, I, I guess he could be like an accountability partner. I, I just thought about that yesterday, right. and I just met him. Like every time he sees me, he's like, hey, I got a couple of ideas. You don't mind me? I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not even gonna be mad. If it's something that I might say that it's not going to work, I'm going to write it down because I can learn from it. And if it doesn't work for me, maybe it can work for some of the other people. Yeah. Like I'm already thinking ahead. Oh, yeah. My husband had dinner with a friend one time and they wrote down a business plan on a napkin. <laughs> yeah. And they did it. They, they did the business plan. <laughs> 
right yeah. there you're talking yeah. about the napkin yeah. my phone was ringing and i just recently partnered up with a, a, a real estate girl she's 30 plus year on the business wow. so she knows the business of real estate and she knows the business of business because yeah. she ran businesses when she was at the age of 14. She's four, she just turned 47. So all her life, she's been a businesswoman and entrepreneur in real estate, you know, flipping houses. So that's what I tell people. People are watching you. And she was watching me since I started, since I ran my blood, like my pressure washing business. And then I started, I wanted to do sell clothes, clothes. She she knew all of it. And one day she just said, turn me in and said, you know what, can you come into my office? And uh, it was her birthday. She was turned just recently, she's like, hey Jesus. I really want to partner with you. I'm not really savvy on media, but I know what I'm doing with all of the businesses and stuff like that. And uh, I want to know that we can grow together. I want to make sure that you're successful, you know, because I'm already there and I want to use my time. And I was like, whoa, that's amazing. But she was watching me since 2015, all the way to 2020. Wow. So that's why I tell people like right now, like somebody out there, this audio, video, anything that you're doing, someone's watching. Someone's watching. Somebody was watching me 2015. Now she's my partner. She's coming today. If you're still here, you probably meet her. She'll be here at 12:30. So it's just like I still don't believe it. You know that there's people. And she's like, I'm a, I'm my own team. I'm gonna make sure that your viewers is the same as mine, 10 to 15 k. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, I want to grow your channel, and then we can grow to it. And she did like what she wants to work with me. Like her her mindset of, of using the podcast on a napkin. We went uh, uh eat something and she did it on a napkin and I saw it and I was like, Yes, we can I'm like why didn't I thought about that myself? Because I'm already doing podcasts, you know? She's like, Hey, you have two minds, it's better than one. And that, that's why she's coming in. We're gonna sit down and finalize all that stuff and run with it, man. And I'm that's just happy. Right. Yes, yes. That's why it's it's blessing when you out here with teaching and throwing out their value about the COVID, about the wine, because you never know who really wants it out there. Yeah. Or who wants to get that information. Right. And, and, the, and the wine is fun um, for your folks because um, unlike some of the other stuff we talked about, the wine is something that you too can sell, Scout and Cellar Wine. It's, it's mm. a, you know, a network marketing type thing um, because who better to tell the story than friend to friend? Friend to friend. You know, you can't really get the value of that on wine on the shelf. You and and you're know. using that product yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So that's the only wine I'll drink. That's good. Yeah. Because that's what I learned when I when I was younger. Uh, I I joined in different network marketing, mm -hmm. but at that time my mindset was just that was at the beginning of my mindset opening. Like oh my god, there's so much. Not to work just a nine to five. I can you know make a business and create something. But I had no mentors. I didn't have no coach. So I was. It was just me. Uh, trying to do a lot of things and never and not doing anything, and that's how my relationship with my ex-wife it just crumbled because I was trying to do so many things I never did. So the communication started going down and stuff like that, and then boom, it just it it, it just I mean it it makes me sad because we could make something you know better, but because I guess I don't know God you know once it happened that way so oh, yeah I it just yeah. Um... I, I do believe that it is all in his plan. Yeah. You know, I do. And now I know what was my fault. I know what I did wrong because you cannot just blame yourself. you got to blame both parties. So I meant up and I said, I know all of this stuff that I did. And I'm up and I'm like, I did it. You know, whatever you want to call me, that's fine. 
But I'm telling you that I know what I did wrong. And it makes me sad because some of the stuff that I did, it was just horrible, man. Not like heating or anything, but like when she needed shoes, my mindset was like, no, 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 we cannot waste that money. We got to save it because we're going to use that money maybe to start a business or something. And she needed the shoes and she needed the clothes. Not her only, but my wife. And, and she was like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Then we two weeks later, we go to the store. Oh, hey, we need to really get her the shoes. No, no, no. We need. I was like that. That made me like every time I talk to this when we go out to eat, I cry because it's like that was you. So I'm like, no. To her, I was like, you can buy her clothes, and now I'm a different. Like I sent her money to Mexico and all this. I sent her boxes of clothing and stuff, and she sometimes asks, "Why are you sending me too much stuff and stuff like that?" I was like. Because you're my princess. I mean, it's other things that, you know, happen that it feels bad in my heart that I did, that I had to change, you know. But you did. And I did. did. And it's a blessing. And, and that's why when I see her, it's like, I can't stop. I didn't come this far for me to just stop and throw everything away and be like, I got to go back to where I was. And I can't do that. Like, I have so much greatness to show people. I have so much greatness to show myself. Because we're a work in progress. Every we are day. all a work in progress. I'll tell you, the kids, you know, hopefully, cross fingers, going off to college uh, next year. It is really bittersweet. There's because I'm excited for them, of course. Of course, I'll miss them. But I also look back upon my mothering time with them, you know. And you can't help but look back and have some regret. I mean, we. I mean, anybody that doesn't look back, and I mean, that's a wow, that's awesome. But you know, I wonder. I wonder. Did I do enough? You know, was I there for them? Did I, could I have done better? And yeah, so it, so we have to forgive ourselves and know that we did the best we could at every stage and, and just love, love one yeah. another, you know? Love one another, yeah. yeah. And, and, and be grateful that we're still here and alive and breathing. Yeah. That we woke up today. That's like, I think that's the number one thing, the priority one, that you woke up. Yeah. Because I heard somebody like, Will you take a million dollars or will you prefer waking up? I was like, oh, no, I prefer waking up. Yeah. Because what happens if I don't wake up and what am I going to do with those million dollars? Yeah. Nothing. Right. So I prefer waking up and I can make more than a million dollars by connecting and helping other people. Because God can take your life. You could just woke up and you're like, whoa, what is it? where am I? You're gone while you were sleeping. That's why you got to be grateful every day of your life, whatever you do from the morning to the end. Be happy. Yes, I know sometimes it's like, oh, that deal didn't happen or this. So keep on going. It happened because it happened. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But it, it, it's hard. It's a learning process. Like I sometimes, like I say, we're talking, it's like I don't sometimes believe it that I learned that. Like I'm calm. Yeah. Like people say, how are you calm that someone in your family dies or how are you calm? Because I train my mindset that that stuff is going to happen. My mom might get sick, my dad, my cousin, somebody might have an accident. So I'm trained ahead. So when that happens, they're like, oh, you didn't love your hand or you hate it. I'm like, yeah, I do. It hurts. Trust me. It does hurt. But it's going to happen. And we still got to move on. They're still watching you be like, hey, keep on going. That's right. And some people can't. Some people will drag themselves months, years with that hurt. And that's fine. Everybody's different. But you cannot let that because then that makes you depressed. Then you want to kill yourself and stuff like that. You don't want that. And they wouldn't want that. And they wouldn't want that. And that's a happen, especially right now with these COVID things. A lot of people kill themselves or out of the relationships that they don't really want to be at home all the times. You know, they, the, the husband hits her or the other way around. 
and the kids are there watching. It's just like, what in the world we're living in, you know? And it's sad. Like, it makes me sad that we're living in a world that we blame God, but we can't blame him. We got to blame ourselves. We got to blame the humans. Whoever has that power right now and doing all of this stuff, it's not, not him. That's why we lost God in earth because of all of that. Why is all this burning in California and this and that? Oh, forget I'm like, God, stop this. It's not his fault. He created us. We got DNA on us. It's us that we're trying to make something here. It's, it's like we're trying to push him away so a human can be a God. That's not possible. I see that like, oh, my God, all these things, like so much power, so much money, you know, and why? I mean, everybody can eat. Everybody can eat. Why is like so many countries poor? Why are these people living on the streets? It's like I see it and I see the whole vision and I was like, it's not your fault, God. And, and I believe in you. And I talked to him, you know, and I talked to him, it's us. We wanted to make it this way. And it's this way because of us, because of a system that don't want to be changed. And it's sad. And then if you know too much, then you end up dying or somebody kills you. It's just ridiculous, man. It is what it is, but that's why it, it just kind of live your life, keep on, you know, bringing out collaborations and living your day to day and do what you can control. Do what you can do. Right. That's Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. it. So you want to finish up with something super positive for, I was going to say Monday. See, it's Wednesday. <laughs> today, Wednesday, that they can take it and they, if somebody of y'all feel down today or anything, you know, she's going to say something, then I'll finish it up, wrap it up. Yeah, um, I'm so grateful that you had me on. Thanks, and um, thank you for giving me the opportunity to share with your audience some of these things that I'm really, really passionate about. And uh, and so I just want to say, um, there's so much we can't control. There's just so much. Um, the things that we can, the things that we can empower ourselves to do, I'm I'm all for that. My COVID closet is stocked, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm doing those things. But, um, but at the end of the day, you know, we don't control everything. And I think we just, we need to find peace. I believe um, the Lord is our peace. And, uh, and I just encourage everyone out there to find their peace. Thank you. The same thing what she said, guys, she mentioned just about how to find your peace. You. God created you. Yes, we have our parents. We love them. We fight with them. But you are yourself image of you, what he created you. So you have to find you, your peace. No matter what they're saying, no matter what other people tell you, find you, find who you really are. I know it's going to take time. It's something that we fight like, oh, I want to create a business. I want to make some money like right now. No, it's not going to happen. Trust me. I know you've been there. I've been there so many times. And then like, it's just your mindset of money, money, money. And you're never going to get it because that's the only thing. When you find peace and you find yourself and you find something humble that you're doing, that you that that, that was your talent, that gift that God gave you, and there's nobody that's going to stop you. And there's nobody that tells you, oh, this, this, and that, because there's always going to be haters. You already know what you're doing and why you're doing it and that bigger difference that's going to make along the road. So I just want you to think that keep on having a blessed, blessed Wednesday and don't give up on anything. And if you feel like, Today is not your day, but don't do anything. Just don't throw the negativity to others. Just stay home and relax. Even if you have to watch Netflix the whole day and sleep and watch Netflix and eat, but that's a day that you just want to just kind of get your mindset back. Do that. We all have those days. <laughs> we all have those days. Trust me.
for one day that you miss of not doing anything or making deals or anything, it's fine. It's not going to kill you. You're still alive. You need to reconstruct yourself. Do it. A lot of people are rebranding themselves now. That's fine. Some people with 10 years with the same thing and they're like, okay, we got to adapt because of this and rebrand. That's still good. Do what you got to do that comes from your heart and be peaceful. Thank you. And thank you for all your information. And like I said, anything that you need to, um, after we finish, uh, we can post it in there, put it on the comments, and um, you can follow her on her page. So you can let them know where they can find you. Right. So um, so the best thing right now, um, my page is really dedicated to helping doctors. Mm. So that's my page right now. So the best thing would be just to connect with me via email if you have questions and if you'd like some information about this. And so... It's Carol uh, with an E on the end. So it's C-A-R-O-L-E at FunctionalHealthAssociates.com. It's a bit of a mouthful, but oh, it's here. you can find me. So I'm going to write it down in the comments, guys. So that's where you'll be able to find her and email her for any questions you got. And if you just want to check out her page, like I said, she's doing a lot of things with the COVID closet. So she'll be able to help you with that. And it's that's a blessing that she's doing something. She adapted on something that she said that we're going to need already in the future. Because we're already looking through a lot of things that are jumping in for the future. <laughs> and it's crazy that we're 2020 just gave us a lot of surprises. Sure does. It's like a, a a preview for a movie for 2021. <laughs> oh, man. I always say that, well, this is like a preview when hurricanes and, and still coming and election and all of this. So what else do we expect? It's like a big movie thing. I saw somebody create a video that said this is a preview for 2021. Either it goes left or it goes right or it stays in the middle. I was like, oh, my God, they're right. I was like, but even though whatever happens, you're the one that is in control of your life, not them. Nobody. God controls everything, but you control you here on earth. So be blessed that you're still breathing. Thank you, guys. And I hope you liked it. And uh, everything was amazing. Thank you, Kara, again for being here. I learned so many things today, something new. And I hope that y'all learned learn something new today because every day we learn something new. So every time I'm going to have somebody new there. So health, you name it. Um, losing weight, all of that. Anything that you want to learn, somebody, I'm going to have somebody new there so we can learn something new. Thank you, guys. And God bless and keep on having an amazing Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you for being here in the Push Power to Power Show. Woo! We're out. And you have a blessed... Oh, man, I was going to say Monday again. Why do I have Monday in my head? Sorry, guys. Blessed Wednesday. I know you're going to say, as soon as we're already Wednesday, why are you kicking back Monday? It's all good. Sometimes you don't know the dates. <laughs> God bless, guys.